Welcome to episode, I think it's number 12. We're at number 12 with Lisa Page Made Me Do It. My special guest today, and my first ever guest live in studio, is my husband, yeah. Stu Berger. How did you book this guest? What an amazing <laughs> job. Who's you your producer? You should really see the setup that we have right now. He's actually standing behind me because we can't get this mic to go down. We're having mic issues. We're having some mic issues. But this has been a heavily requested podcast. And I'm anxious to see if I'm going to get more downloads this week. Like, no pressure, but bring me more people, please. <laughs> Are you using me for clicks? I'm, I'm not clickbait. I'm actually using you. I'm using your Facebook page, your fan page <laughs> that I was upgraded to an admin to. I'm now an admin, so I have the power to block people or approve what people. What is this? I don't understand this page. I've, Somebody I've... made it. It's a closed group. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people that like this page. And so I... It's, a, it's a fan club page of mine yeah well these are very smart people that mm -hmm. live in this page yep and so i use your page to promote my stuff i don't i have to get on there i don't know how to get on there somebody posted um today this morning i posted like a funny filter last week saying that you're going to be doing my podcast with me and the guy posted he goes what are you 12 stop with the filters and i replied back i go what are you a liberal get off this page <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exactly obviously, sure how those things all tie together. Obviously, but, mm -hmm. no sense of humor coming <laughs> from the left. Okay, so I um, I promised this was not going to be turned to a political podcast. So we're going to keep it nice and clean. And let's get into the questions because I asked everybody to send me questions. And so these are interesting, some of them. And should I be worried about this? No. I mean, what's what's my level of... Uh, There's no level of worry. Is this worry. like a meet the press interview where yes. I'll, be, I'll be grilled? Yes. This is okay. top priority. I am ready. High end. Okay. So our first question is, Stu, I know it's a job, but how many hours do you work every day? It seems like you're there on every show from early morning to late evening. Actually, <laughs> Mary, yes, he is there every day and he is on every show. Yes. Uh, that's pretty much true. Uh, I don't know how many hours I work every day. It's a lot. I feel like the... Um, there's two things about this. One, you're always working on this job. Uh, you're always reading and researching. And I, you know, in case you don't know, I work for uh, the Glenn Beck program and do a bunch of political shows and such. Um, so that's part one. Part two, it's important to note, however, that it's not real work, right? Like, it's not like yeah. I've, I've had real jobs. I had to work as I was a spot welder. Uh, a spot welder's assistant, actually. Every I wasn't single, good enough to be when, a spot welder. Whenever we talk about jobs, you always say another job that I never knew you had. A spot <laughs> welder? This is, everybody, well, this is the first time I've ever heard a mention of a spot welder. What is that? So uh, a spot welder, <laughs> and, and it's, again, important to note, it was during the summer and there was no air conditioning. <laughs> so you are... Uh, you're, I guess, welding multiple pieces of metal together. I can't believe um, that. And in, in spots, this is how I remember it. It was like little points, and, and, and they would, you know, the, whatever structures we were making, I don't even know. I can't. Now, the guy I Did worked with. Did you wear a with, hard hat? Um, <laughs> no, I had a visor, that one of the things that covered my face. <laughs> I had to wear that. Um, and the guy I was working for was the actual spot welder, was also a drug dealer. Oh, good. And one of the first times I was there, like before, because I was a temp worker, uh, I, I did a lot of temp work in this era, and uh, I was a temp worker. And the, one of the first things he did after like my first assignment was to offer to sell me drugs, nice. which I I did turn down. I, I know my mom listens to this podcast, but I did turn it down anyway, uh, for real. Um, what kind of drug was it? Marijuana. It probably would was my, the Mary Jane. Would yeah. my would my brother know about this drug? Yeah, I, I, that is. Not, 
That's a question for Brandon's podcast. <laughs> That's coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh uh, my but God. yeah, so I mean, it, you know, look, it's the hours can be long and you're doing a lot of reading. And, and of course, they're irregular, like when uh, the president decides to tweet something, you know, yeah. in the middle of the night, like it changes your life. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, uh, you know, it's not like actual work. I'm sitting here blabbing with a bunch of my friends about, you know, news stories. It's, it's, you know, I've done a lot. I've done a lot of uh, jobs in my life, and uh, this one is not. You know, it's not the hardest. Although at times it can be taxing. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Stu, how is that Super Bowl game when the Jets won? When the Jets won, this was Super Bowl three. I, I don't know. John, I don't... see, this is but this is how bad I am with sports. I'm seriously, <laughs> I'm going through these questions. That didn't even occur to me that the Jets even won a Super Bowl. Yeah, that would be a pre um, my birth. So okay. I'm sure John. it was amazing for Joe Namath, but okay. not for me. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Where do y'all take vacations? Beach? Mountains? Well, Lisa Page doesn't take vacations, in case you haven't heard. Yeah, I do go out um, on my own for some vacations. Yeah, That's Stu because, takes uh, all of the vacations by himself. <laughs> yeah, and I take vacations by myself because Lisa Page made me do it. Uh, I do invite her to all of these vacations. I want that to be clear and on the record on this podcast. I, it's taken me a lot. I talked about this yesterday on Instagram. It's ta- You know me. I mean... Like just this Disney trip is taxing. We've gone on a lot of trips over the years and you, you usually have fun. You do get occasionally stressed out. And I think it's more the anticipation of the trip than the trip itself sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, look, I, I said this to you when you were when we when we were planning one of these trips. The bottom line is we go on these trips for fun to enjoy them. And if you're not going to if it's not what you enjoy, then we'll find other things that you enjoy. Right. And we'll do those together. Um, you know, I like going on trips and, and going and traveling a little bit here and there. And generally speaking, you know, we'll do that a couple times a year, maybe. But sometimes I'll go with my friends or whatever. And I think we found a, a pretty good balance on that one. I mean, I don't. I, I, won't, I don't want to stop asking you to go on vacations. Well, you can, because like no, you know the answer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Believe me, I, this has crossed my mind. But I feel like I'll ask you, and you'll say, no thanks, and, or maybe there'll be one occasionally you Maybe I'll on. surprise you one of these days, and I will come to you about a vacation. Exactly. And, you know, if that happens, great. You and never if know. not, totally cool. We'll find other stuff. We've, we've found a good balance with that, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, well, I was hoping you'd say yes to yeah. <laughs> Okay. Does Stu ever plan to drink lawn chemicals again? What was that? Uh, was that on a show? Yeah, Roundup. I drank uh, uh, Roundup. No, you didn't. I did. Um, now, Roundup, of course, is very deadly to uh, weeds. It is hmm. not deadly to humans, and that was my argument on the program. Um, you can go find When did you do this? of Wonderful World of Stu. It was oh. a season finale of the Wonderful World of Stu. I you really remember. did drink that? Yes, and I will tell you this. You never said a word. You're supposed to watch the show. What do you mean I never told you <laughs> that? You never told me that. I, I would have watched. Show. If I, I would have well, I would have watched, and I would have probably come down to stop it. <laughs> well, that's probably why I didn't tell yeah, you. Yeah, that's probably why. Now, uh, Roundup, um, is you should not drink it. Uh, not because it's going to kill you, but because it is the worst tasting fluid uh, on on Earth, it is. I, I can't even describe how bad it tastes. This is totally. However, good. this is going to my show notes. This is don't that, drink Roundup or drink. No, that mm-hmm. listen to this podcast. My husband will tell you. He'll <laughs> give you a review of Roundup. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things that has uh, been very vilified um, by uh, online um, mm-hmm. as a product, and uh, you know, I I went, go through the science on the show and talk about it a little bit. But um, uh, one of the things that a, a people who are activists against Roundup often will do is if it's not deadly, then why don't you drink it? So I figured might as well drink it. I did mix it with some fracking fluid, though, oh my gosh. Uh, which, uh, you know, that may have at least made it taste a little bit better. 
the show I watched and everybody watched was the one you did last year. Mm. What was it when you're doing shots every hour? Or what, what? Oh, Power Hour. Power yes. Hour, uh, yes. Power Hour. Um, political Power Hour. That's mm-hmm. a f- my future career. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, uh, you know, if you remember going back uh, in the, co- you may have done this in college where you have one shot of beer per minute. Oh my gosh. Um, through For an hour, which gets very difficult by the end. Right. I will say. I, I it, was so nervous watching you. It was very hard, but and especially it was difficult because you know you're on national radio and and you could feel your you could feel yourself losing control of your words. Alcohol has been time tested in this uh, country and it does its job, right? It makes it harder to focus and you sometimes slur your words and you realize you're doing it in front of millions of people. It becomes a challenge. So it was actually really fun. It was fun. Let's not forget the time I got drunk on the air. Do you remember that? No. I was, yes, you do. I was doing the morning show with Chio, oh, yeah. and this was at Q102 in Philly, <laughs> and they, I don't know what we were doing, but it was in the morning. I was on the morning show, and I drank a lot of wine in the morning. I don't know how, what, would the, what prompted I, me, yeah. like, I don't know what it was that I had to keep drinking, like, the reason why I had to drink, but I drank. And by 10 o'clock, by 9 o'clock, I was so lit in slurring my words, and I had to have the intern drive me home. I do remember this now, yes. I was so loopy, and I, I don't even know what I said. And this I, is what I'm saying. People have, have missed the, the best thing that you could do with this podcast, because you can ask me questions, and who cares? But you could ask me private questions about Lisa that I can answer. And I can tell you that since I've known Lisa... Yep. Uh, True story. You have been... Drunk, I would say I classify you as drunk three times. Maybe, yeah. Um, once is the one you're talking yeah, about yeah. in the morning, which uh-huh. I had forgotten about. Yeah. Um, once at your 40th birthday party. Yeah, that um, was so fun. Yes, and once a- around your 21st birthday party. Yes, yep. Uh, it may have been your 21st birthday party night. I can't remember. It was Ooh, one no. time. I turned 21. I was working at Chili's. Yes. You, Mark Regami, and Nick Ricano. Shout out to Jen Ricano, who's Nick's younger sister who listens all the time. She's oh, part nice. of my private group. Remember, I was closing Chili's when it turned midnight was my birthday, May 20th. And you three came in and ordered a shot of tequila, in which I did. Mm-hmm. The good influences that we are. And then you know that Carrie Underwood song, I'm flat on the floor with my head down low. <laughs> it doesn't take that a lot. Me. That was I'll me. I'll tell you, you weigh like 100 pounds. <laughs> uh, it doesn't take a lot. Oh, my God. I know. Now, now if I drank, if I did a shot now... Forget about it. Well, and, and it's like legitimately more than two or three glasses of water. Oh my gosh. I've seen, seen it three times. Yeah, in three times. 20 ta- years. 21, 21 years. Coming yeah. up 21 mm-hmm. years. Okay. Um, let's move on to another question. Do you own Belize property? Ah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, by Belize. I love Belize. <laughs> Belize is a beautiful uh, uh, country, and I did go there once. The, the, the number one thing I'll say about Belize, if you're thinking about doing travel to Central America and why I would recommend Belize, because I am not much of a cultural guy. I like to travel, but I'm not much of a cultural guy. The official language of the country of Belize is English. Yes. In fact, the official language of the United States isn't even English. But in, the, in Belize, in it Belize. is. So every single document, every single sign, everything in the whole country is in English, which makes it like you're going to like this tropical location and everything is, is, is in English. I love it. Yeah, you can just speak your own language. (laughs) No language barrier. Okay, where did you guys meet? We met at a radio station, KC 101, Mm -hmm. uh, in uh, New Haven, Connecticut. Lisa was an intern. Yeah. And uh, I was uh, a... He was Glenn's producer. I was a producer uh, Mm -hmm. for the morning show there. Um, And it was funny, it was right around the time where all the stuff was going on with Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. And he was getting in trouble for dating interns. And then I started dating an intern. Uh, so that's how this all started. Uh, Shout out to critical right from the start. <laughs> Far of our receptionist at the time was 
she's the one that really kind of hooked us up. But yeah, oh, fun times back in the day. All right, let's see. Uh, oh, our neighbor Brad says, Stu needs to walk his dog more often and come meet his neighbors. <laughs> Shout out to Brad. Uh, why is Stu a vegetarian? Is it a health issue? I've heard him talk about it before, but I've always seemed to miss the reason. This is a loaded question. This is a very popular one as a politically conservative and probably America's only conservative vegetarian. Um, so I really, that should be your tagline. I, um, if we ever did a reality show, it should be <laughs> Stubergear, America's very conservative and only vegetarian. Yeah, it is. There's not a lot of us. Um, yeah, this, this is, gosh, it's been almost 15 years now. So, yeah. um, I, it was a combination of things. I, you know, I definitely like, um, at the time I was doing a low carb diet and had gone through many, a couple of years of eating almost exclusively meat. And um, I remember the days, the early days of mm -hmm. us dating, we would go cause all we could afford back in the day was McDonald's. Mm -hmm. That was, that was a hot date night for us. We'd mm -hmm. go to McDonald's and he would order just like three hamburgers or cheeseburgers and then eat, <laughs> eat it without the bun. And then you had me dumb ask me, can I get a burger? But I don't want the burger. I just want the bun. So they would make him <laughs> these yeah, burgers. We were dumb enough to we not just order so, one of them and separate yeah, it. We're so <laughs> <laughs> You're not telling you, this is not a, this is not a, uh, you know, we MIT level podcast. We were, we were the brightest. Yeah. We're st one of us is still not that bright. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, so uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, but he just, would order just cheeseburgers and just eat the cheeseburger patty. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was, I mean, look, the, the keto thing caught on much <laughs> you later. You were on it. Yeah, yeah. I was on it a long time ago. Yeah. So that's kind of what made me able to do it. I felt like I, I got to a point where I just got sick of eating meat and I just did not want to eat it anymore. And I, you know, like I am definitely a guy who, um, uh, you know, I have, you know, they make fun of me all the time uh, in conservative circles for this, but it's like I... I do love animals. I would prefer not to uh, eat them uh, because, I mean, look, if it's coming down to you're at the uh, you're in some um, you're some country and uh, there's no you know, there's not a 7-Eleven nope. around the corner. Yeah, you can't get and, a, get you know, a you gotta stay alive. Bar. Look, yeah. I prioritize human life over animal life. However, if given the choice, mm. uh, you know, I would I would prefer to uh, to not eat animals. Um, and, you know, I am given the choice. Luckily, capitalism has brought us a wonderful country in which these things are plentiful. <laughs> uh, so I choose not to eat it. I don't, you know, you do what you got to do. I mean, I, I, you know, as, as, as you may know, Lisa does not follow me on this uh, particular journey, yep. uh, nor does basically anybody that I know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's something I try to, uh, I mean, I've it's he's, been 15 he's, years and I have not had any meat by choice. But he is years. so hardcore. Like, People do not even understand the hardcoreness of his vegetarianism. We will go out and we have to ask if the queso has a beef broth base. They do occasionally put uh, chicken broth in, in such items. Uh, so, so I do ask him. Yeah. And, then, and then fish oil. That's a no-go. Yeah, and sure. the worst part about him being a vegetarian is that Stu can't even try a built bar. And they do look really good. But he can't even eat the built bars because there's gelatin in the built bars. That's true. Uh, gelatin, in case you, uh, well, I, don't, I won't. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a whole, listen, if you one, listen but... to Jillian Michaels, she breaks down the whole gelatin thing. A lot of serious vegetarians, such as you, my love, won't eat foods that contain gelatin. What else has gelatin in it? Oh, marshmallows, candy mm. corn. No, not candy yeah, corn. Yeah, candy, candy corn. corn. Mm -hmm. 
any kind of candy, really. Well, see, the good thing, though, is that there's versions of all those things that you can eat. Yes. Um, and, and I'll say this, like, it's gotten a lot easier since we've been together. I mean, yes. at the beginning of this, it was like, there's nothing really to eat. Now, you know, with all of the, the Impossible Burgers and the Beyond Meat in, in every place, like, we are in the, the golden age of making, yeah. uh, you know, eating a plant-based diet easy. Yeah, super easy. Yeah. It's not, definitely... It's, it's, it's not the cheapest. We've suddenly hit a place where it actually starts tasting good, yeah. which is kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's sucks because so many of the treats you know i all i'm doing my mission in life is to find the best treats the best food finds snacks in a lot of the stuff i bring home he can't even try and, and for some reason and i should point this out that you know despite your uh, cl close relationship with the built bar people you have not given them the suggestion of, of a vegetarian option. I should, though. Which I've tried to pressure yes. you on multiple occasions, and you have not listened I'm to I'm going to, because I have to message them, actually, <laughs> about some other things. Okay. But I should, because that would be so awesome for people that are vegetarian. You would you would be able to experience what the rest of us I know. are experiencing. Um, I want in on the Bill Bar. The Bill Bar, yeah, legit. Lisa, by the way, code for discount if you go to BillBar.com. Okay, um, I read or I heard somewhere that Stu has left the Blaze to sell facial cream. Is this true? Okay, <laughs> so then, now this, all these questions are coming from his fan page. So I'm not. What is this, this facial is all cream again? Jokes. I mean, inside jokes. Inside jokes, and I'm the one. I'm the one in the page monitoring all this stuff and i don't even know what they're even asking so the facial cream thing is something that happens and people <laughs> probably do re re recognize this if you go online a lot you get these like fake ads about celebrities like the the big one was uh, what's her face down in waco um joanna Gaines. Uh, joanna Gaines. Mm -hmm. and she was one of the first ones and you just see these ads pop up all the time like why is joanna Gaines leaving her show for real it's actually to sell this facial cream that she <laughs> believes in so much and you click on it, and of course, like, Joanna Gaines has, has no relationship with this company. It's just a scam. Yeah, They're scam. using her image to sell facial cream. So we started noticing that this particular facial cream company was doing this with celebrities all the time. So we just kept saying that we were going to leave the show to sell facial cream, <laughs> uh, which I... I am not doing, um, but it does, uh, it sounds apparently very, it, you could make a lot of cash doing this. <laughs> okay, uh, what is the actual temperatures in the Blaze Studios? It's unbelievable. Like, it is unreal. He, Glenn, yeah. you know, who is the guy I do the show with, if you, in case you don't know, Glenn Beck, he does, um, he likes the studio cold because he believes it gives him a higher performance level. This is something that David Letterman did back in the day. Lots of TV hosts have done that they'll keep the studio frigid because, you know, when you get warm, sometimes you kind of just want to doze off. Yeah, you're comfortable. You know, that's like what it's like when you're under the covers. And so I understand the theory behind it. However, it's so freaking cold in there. I can't think about anything else other than the temperature. And this is uh, it affects my my job to the level of I have. I spend about 20% of our salary combined on space heaters. He has legit space uh, heaters all <laughs> around his so we have this giant 15,000 square foot studio, mm -hmm. and uh, which is four stories high, which they pay God knows how much money to keep at 62 degrees. Sometimes it's even colder than that. I've seen it at 58 before. And, um, and then I have more electricity being pumped into uh, power these space heaters, which is just enough to like make me not want to, uh, you know, to run out of the room. <laughs> so we are not environmentally friendly in this particular room, but this is how I get through the day. Yeah. Global warming, eh. Yeah, I... We don't I, really we, care whatever, about we're, it. We're doing something terrible to the earth with the setup. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, oh, question for me from Mary. How many purses do you actually have in the safe? A lot. 
I have a lot of I have a lot of bags in the in the and safe. That's true. You actually do keep purses in the safe. This has been um, a long running. Some people think it's a joke. This is a true story. This is hashtag not fake news. <laughs> no, it's very true news. Uh, there are now you have over time sold some of these. Uh, mm-hmm. older, I still have a couple for sale. Inquire if you want to, or if you're interested. But listen, the reason why the purse safe thing came up was when we were moving from Pennsylvania. Our good friends Michelle and Eddie Bishop, who work with us. Michelle said they were moving our Liberty safe and to watch these movers try and finagle the safe out of our basement at the time. <laughs> what they, they brought a flatbed in. That's how heavy this Liberty safe is. The big boy. It's a badass looking safe though. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, we were moving from, you know, Pennsylvania down to Texas. And my friend Michelle said, you should put all your purses in the Liberty safe. And I was like, oh. <gasps> light bulb moment right because you were looking for a way to kind of protect them, yeah right? i didn't want to like yeah because we were shipping our cars and i didn't want to put them in my car and how the hell else was i going to get them down here mm-hmm. and that's how it happened that's michelle bishop is who we need to thank for giving me the idea and then once we got to texas i just never took them out they, ne- <laughs> they never came out of the safe the only time i take them out is if i'm switching them out but they're yeah. in dust bags so if you buy a purse for me i can guarantee you that it is in pristine condition. And now you know the top two lines in our budget. Number one, yep. purses. Number two, space heaters. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Will there be a Christmas twist three? <laughs> well, there wasn't really a Christmas twist two, was there? Um, but we, did have a, we did have a sequel. I don't think it was, was called a, The Christmas Twist. Yes, two. no, it's a different, a totally different plot line. I mean, a, a totally I, different I characters. died in that one. <laughs> yeah, I was stoned to death. There's a lot of death. death in these movies. Uh, the Christmas <laughs> Twist is a, a basically a parody <laughs> of uh, the Hallmark Lifetime Christmas movies. And mm-hmm. one potentially little-known thing about our relationship is um, when those movies start coming on, we watch, like, all of them. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, people would say, well, why do you want to watch girly Christmas movies on Lifetime? They are, I love them. They're mm-hmm. hilarious. They are. They are, like, you know, there's about half of them are, like, really, like, are okay movies and just have some funny scenes. And then some of them are so terrible that all you can do is sit back and laugh at them. And so we started noticing the same themes in every single one of these movies. It's almost always uh, some evil businessman who's coming into this wonderful, traditional Christmas town. And small doing something. town. Right. Small town. There's a small town mm-hmm. with all these people who are kind of home. They're homebodies, and they've never wanted to leave, and they never wanted anything to change. And then some evil businessman comes in and wants to do something drastic to the town to screw everybody over. And then the daughter of the businessman, <laughs> the comes mayor, in. It's, it's the daughter of the mayor or the of the town, of the mayor or something, <laughs> comes in and and turns this around at the last second, and, and the and Christmas then, town is saved. Right, and then they fall in love. Yeah, and of course, and then they fall whatever, in love. like what, the evil businessman and the daughter of the mayor usually fall in love. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we decided to make a, a movie on this. It's like a fifteen minute movie. It's I know it's on my Facebook page. It's available to everybody. It, it's a, it does get a little dark towards the end, but it just... A just, little? I mean, it is probably my favorite thing I've ever done. I, Pat, I love Pat Gray's Christmas character twist. called me stupid. Oh, you are stupid. Pat oh. is so good in that. It's Jeffy so is fantastic. Emmy award-winning. It Emmy award-winning. It's a classic one. If you like those movies, yeah. you will enjoy it because it is. it just makes fun of everything that happens in all of the movies that usually star... Uh, Candace Cameron Bure. Yeah, and by the way, she'll be in a whole ton more. You know who will not be in the movies this season? Lori Loughlin. I know. Oh, We've Lori. lost her. Lori, that was a horrible move. You and I, Felicity. I know. I feel... I Look, I know I'm the only person in America with this opinion, but I actually feel bad for her. It's like, 
Okay, yes, did she make a mistake? Yeah. Yes, okay. I think this is probably a bad move to try to basically buy your way into a college. I got it. But, like, there are worse things going on in the United States of America than a mom who really loves her daughter and is spending a bunch of money to try to get her uh, into a college. Yeah. Is it the best idea? No. Right. Was it, I'm sure, would she do it again? I'm sure not. But, like, we... Turn on the news. Uh, you know, the, there are terrible things happening in this country. The idea that we have to sit here and obsess and, and beat yeah. up a mom who's doing something probably ill-advised, but not, I don't think should be criminal. I mean, people, you could buy a building at a college and make a large donation and they will they will take care of your family for generations. You know what though? The, the, it, just, it just seems silly. The worst part is though, Lori Loughlin is a decent actress. Like she's good. <laughs> so you're really screwing all of us over. You're screwing up my Christmas. You're, you really are. You're screwing our <laughs> Christmas movies up because you took her out all. And Hallmark really did not even wait for her to come out and explain her side of the story. They were like, nope, and pulled her. I know. I mean, we let people back in all the time. Oh, my you know, gosh. People do terrible, terrible things, and then they're back in the public eye, and oh, everyone's yeah, yeah. happy for their comeback. I, I just feel like... I, I think because it smells of elitism mm-hmm. and people don't like the idea, well, what about that person who was supposed to be in, in the college right. and didn't get in? Well, take a step back for a second. There's no limit on how many people you can let into college. Right, right, right. Like right. It's, it's, they just let that other person in too, okay? <sighs> yes, they collected some money, and yes, it was underhanded. And, you know, I mean, like, what is the worst thing that probably happened out of this? Someone who was going to go to USC instead went to Arizona State? Like, I mean, this is not the crime of the century. And, and bottom line, uh, how the hell does it affect our life? I know. I don't I care. Know. I don't care that Lori Loughlin, I don't care if any of you pay and get your kids through. I don't care. It does not affect my life. I mean, we all know oh, it, cares? It, it happens, right? right? We all know that people make exactly. large donations and put their name on buildings. Right. You know, we all know that this, this occurs. And, you know, this is a private institution, depending on which one. Of right. But if she wasn't a celebrity, about. nobody would be talking about it. It would not be an issue. You're right. I, I think it's one of those things that's just it's it's given us a chance to to, to throw rocks at celebrities. Yeah. And, and, re, and in reality, like, is it a great thing? <laughs> Probably not. But let's not go too yes. crazy and make my stupid Hallmark. Movies I know. Better. Give Aunt Becky. <laughs> get. get <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Give Aunt, Aunt Becky, Becky a second chance. Free, free Aunt Becky. Yes, yeah, free. I'm in. <laughs> this is a new movement. We're going to start it. Hashtag free Aunt Becky. Free I love Aunt it. Becky. Yeah. Well, I really hope that Aunt Becky and her husband really don't get divorced because now there's rumors of that. Can you imagine the strain on their marriage? I know. And, and, and like fundamentally, again, there's all sorts of problems with the statement, but fundamentally, she's just trying to do something nice for her daughter. Yeah, I know. Which is not, it's not a good lesson to teach your daughter, right? Like, you shouldn't be saying, hey, I gotta buy you into everything you can't get into. It's it's not necessarily great parenting, but at least it's not it's not motivated. It's not crazy scandal. Thing. And P.S., Olivia Jade, her daughter, has a badass YouTube channel that I, I actually, after it all happened, I went and subscribed to her daughter's YouTube channel. It's She's good. She's like really freaking good about makeup and applying and all that yeah, stuff. I mean, that's... I, Get on it. There we go. There we go. Um, okay, so that's the end of our questions, babe. Okay. Now that was a, that, that I thought it was going to be He was painful. like all freaking out last night. I'm going to like make sure the questions are, are they okay? Are they safe? No, I just said, <laughs> what should I be preparing for? Are these going to be personal These are things? fun. Should I be... You know, should I have policy statements and stats ready from government <laughs> documents? What do you need? No, I'm trying. You know, we're trying to keep this politically. No, I it's th- a political free zone here. I, I, I only get into it on Instagram. I, I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. I follow you on we're Instagram. Try- we're trying to not, though. We're not. We're, we're trying to keep this lighthearted here. And let me ask you this question before we go. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Is there a legal limit to the amount of 
uh, videos you can post in your story every day because you're the only, I follow a bunch of people on Instagram and with you, I got to go through like 947 little dashes. The dashes are little dots at the yes. top of the screen. They're like, I can't even see them. They're like minuscule little specks of dust. I can't even tell it. I have um, to press the button 500,000 times. Listen, to... I give the people what they want. I know. I give the people what they want every day. There's something new I got to tell you about. Anyway, <laughs> maybe you should get on Instagram a little bit more. Stu needs to open up an Instagram account and then you can make fun stories like I do. We should have a contest one day when you do that. How many, how many stories can we post? Who can post the most stories in a day? <laughs> I can tell you who's going to be the clear winner of that one. Uh, I would agree. I bet on you. <laughs> hey, we're approaching the longest podcast I've put out so far I'm in this beautiful winded. podcast. I apologize for that. Lisa Page made me do it with my husband. Woo! My better half, my vegetarian main <laughs> squeeze, <laughs> Stu. And you can find him every day, not only on TV to see his sexy, gorgeous face, but also to hear him on the radio through your speakers. Do you want to give the details of where people can find you? Um, sure, at World of Stew on the Twitters. Um, and also you can ask next time there's a Lisa Page Q&A, why did she marry down so much? <laughs> That's rude. Why are you being such a downer on yourself? <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you liked this podcast, you know what to do. You can uh, subscribe. Obviously, you can review it. You can rate it. You can share it. I would really appreciate it if you could share it to all your Twitter followers. I refuse. No social media love for my own interview. Please retweet it. I will. I will retweet it because if not... Um, You're on the couch tonight. Thanks. Yes. I, I'm, uh, I have, you, you have things you can hold over my head and I don't <laughs> want that to happen. All right. Lisa Page made me do it. Thank you to my hubs, Stuball. And we will talk to you. Well, I'll talk to you tonight on the radio. Or you can just hang around and uh, episode 13 is what, going down wait, you're gonna next sing or something, week. Right? Wait, don't you <gasps> sing? Our song. Sing oh my gosh, no. How could I forget? This is what the third or fourth week of my feature. I don't even have a real name for my feature yet, by the way. But we're supposed to play a song that we're into. But since you're my guest of honor, you should choose the song. Hmm. Ah, this is a tough one. Oh, there's only one song I know the lyrics to. All right, go intro your song. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem. <laughs>